0: Hey, what's going on, champs? I'm Aaron Deliosa. Welcome to an Immigrants Life podcast, my podcast is about immigrants, immigration, and everything in between. And we're back. You know who it is. You know what we do here on Immigrants Life, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also email me at animmigrantslife at yahoo.com. I want to hear from you guys. How you guys been dealing with this pandemic? Are you guys allowed to roam around in your area? Are you back at work physically? And how have you been dealing with that kind of stress? Or, if like me, your home feels more like the office, gym, and classroom than it does a home lately. My simple trick to bring calm into my space is to light candles. But did you know traditional paraffin wax candles are toxic and harmful to your health? That's why I use... Driftwood Naturals 100% soy candles. You can fully relax with therapeutic essential oil scents. Plus, you'll rest easy knowing your family and home are safe with natural, clean, burning candles. Canadian made, vegan, and eco friendly. This is a product you can feel good to have in your home. For a limited time, my Canadian listeners can take an additional 10% off. You'll pay no taxes. And get free shipping on orders over $80. Use promo code AIL10 on driftwoodnaturals.ca. Hurry offers expires April 6th. Driftwood Naturals, lighting the path for incredible stories of immigrants, immigration, and everything in between. Alright, good. Let's talk about the episode quickly. Our guest this week is a very sweet and kind individual. She's an inspiration to all women on the way she approaches life. And I think we need more people like her, to be honest. So, without further ado, let's get into the show. Today our guest is a basket full of inspiration. She's a YouTuber, a motivational speaker, and an awesome mommy. Everyone, please welcome... Marco hermino
1: wow that's that's amazing <laughs> thank you so much for that wonderful introduction aaron delosa <laughs> mm,
0: thank you i appreciate that and thank you for coming on the podcast
1: you're welcome you're very welcome and it's my pleasure to be your guest too
0: oh thank you thank you would you like to promote anything Marco?
1: Um, they can maybe follow me in my YouTube channel, it's Mariko Hermino, and my Facebook page is Mariko Hermino as well. Mm. Yeah, and I would like to promote, of course, your podcast (laughs) as an immigrant and this, of course, this session.
0: Oh, thank you, I appreciate that, and thank you for coming on. Like I said, and I'd like to start how did we meet virtually?
1: I guess you're part of uh, the Facebook group that I manage, and I guess, uh, of course, since I've been managing that Facebook group, I need to like um, check out who's who's um, requesting to be part of it and then requesting to post something on it too, right? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think that's where I'm. We met.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's an um, it's a, it's a Facebook group for new immigrants here in Canada.
0: Is that the name of the group?
1: Yeah, it's Canada Newcomers and Immigrants Open mm. Group.
0: Oh, thank you for letting me come on there and just spam it with my podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you. So what made you decide to start such a group? Uh,
1: well... First of all, I was an immigrant here in Canada. So, uh, having a resources that helps you find whatever you need and, uh, be part of a community that welcomes you in a foreign country is very important. And the reason that I started that is because I want to give that community to the new immigrants. If they have questions, uh, they, because, uh, I really appreciate the people who are sharing, um, sharing like things around Canada or inside the city, but then not everyone managed to see it because sometimes they just share it with their friends or group of friends, right? But having this kind of community, having this kind of Facebook page or Facebook group, um, they have access to everyone. Hmm. Right? So that that's why I started it. I wanna I wanna give everyone the same access that I I was getting here.
0: Hmm. So that's, you're a good that's person.
1: Why. Oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> so, like you said, you're an immigrant. Where were you from originally?
1: I was originally from the Philippines. So I came here around 2012.
0: Hmm. Which part of the Philippines were you from?
1: I grew up in Manila, but I was born in Nueva huh? Mm. So we move in we move in Manila when I when before I turned one.
2: Mm.
1: And that's where I grew up, basically.
0: Okay. So what's what's the reason why you guys moved to the city?
1: I actually don't know. That's the question I need to ask my parents. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I guess um Oh I think because during that time my parents are studying or they graduated as a civil engineer engineers but I think they're taking some review courses for for the licensing that's why they are in Manila before before they met I don't know <laughs> and then um, of course they they're both from Nevada so probably that's since it's, it's the first pregnancy and that's why they realized maybe we need some help from like the people or their family back in the province, right? Mm. And then after that, so they moved to Manila after. Mm. <laughs> because not- my Sorry, because my, my my siblings, um, they were born in Manila.
0: So mm. Okay, so you're the only provinciana
1: <laughs> I could say that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So your parents did they know each other in Navacilla or they met in Manila?
1: They they know each other from from the school in Navacilla, so high school sweethearts? Um, no, they're college, I guess.
0: Okay, that's cool. Yeah. that's cool. And how was your childhood in Manila?
1: It's pretty fun, when I, Well, I could say I don't have that. Um, uh, I could say we're okay. We're well off. Um, growing up, I do have the things that I needed, and I don't know. Don't worry about it. It's just that some some how I grew up in a in a much more conservative family, so I'm not really allowed to like play with other kids um, the same way I with others uh, kids playing outside their houses, right? Mm. And and probably because. Um, outside my house is already like a highway so it's not mm. as 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 safe as compared to other other places in manila right so yeah but it's fun my my childhood um i learned a lot i and we are in the in the middle of the town so we across our house is a church across, uh, beside the church there is a like a fire fire station so we're, we're very surrounded with like noise, so I grew up in a in a loud city, so <laughs> it's fine. That's why I I'm going back to Nueva somehow. Like, oh, I can't sleep at night because <laughs> it's too quiet. I don't know with you, Aaron.
0: How about you? Oh, I'm always, I'm a provinciano, by through and through.
1: Oh, you love you you love more a quiet place.
0: I do. I mean, when I was younger, when I moved here in Montreal, yeah, I go downtown almost literally every night. And I like it, but in in deep inside me, it's provincia all the way.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah
0: I want a peace and quiet. I want space, you know. I, want, I don't want people living on top of me kind of deal.
1: <laughs> Water, nature.
0: Exactly, exactly. So did you enjoy high school in the Philippines?
1: That's the, That's the, I think that's... With my education, that's the part that I always remember and mm-hmm. I always enjoy. And I, every time I go back, I always like um, having fun, like looking back at the stories of <laughs> of my childhood.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I'm I'm one of the kids that is quiet, but there's like a fun stories behind too.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> you know, you know when you're in high school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Especially
0: yeah. when you're in, in junior and senior high. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna ask you, why do you think Filipinos looks at high school life more fondly than college life?
1: Probably because um it's in the middle, right? So elementary days we don't we just follow our parents. We just follow what they say in school school rules, right? During high school, that's the time we are facing puberty we are facing like um identity um putting up your identity right Mm -hmm. so i guess uh that's the time we realize things which one is right which one is wrong which one is cool to do and which which one is cute which one is cute (laughs) which one which one is famous (laughs) right um which group or which people I need to go to, if I want to be quiet, if I want to be famous. And, and and I guess compared to, it's more fun, I guess. Um, more, uh, And the, the study load is not that as much as when we were in college.
2: Mm.
1: I guess that's it. And because in college, we're um, building ourselves already to a career or, uh, in which we what we want in life right well so i guess that's that's, some people do
0: some people don't
1: well that's true (laughs) but during my college day i could say i'm i'm i was still in high school mode (laughs) 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 that's that's true
0: (laughs) that's funny that's funny Well, most of the people that goes to college sometimes like you said you were a quiet girl back in high school And most of the time, the quiet ones, when they go Uh, to college, (laughs) they go wild. (laughs) I don't know if that's your case, but I'm just saying.
1: Maybe. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Is that maybe means yes?
1: (laughs) I I don't think so. I think I'm still quiet compared to my other other classmates
0: that's fine that's fine that's cool
1: because i don't see them at all i don't just kidding i don't go to school (laughs) (laughs) just just kidding
0: ah filipino life so did you go to university after high school in the philippines yeah
1: i do yeah so straight after high school i do my nursing
0: Mm -hmm. which school did you go to
1: uh teohampo memorial college Mm,
0: okay you Mm -hmm. did nursing is that your choice or the family's choice
1: first of all it's the family's choice (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all like around 2004 that's the time like the nursing nursing course is booming right Mm -hmm. like everyone's taking nursing (laughs) so but then i i said like okay maybe i'll go for it that's that's the reason why i said to you um during my college days, it still feels like I'm in high school because um, first of all nursing is not really my choice, choice, my mm. first choice. And so just going to the flow.
0: What was your first choice?
1: Architecture.
0: Mm. Wow.
1: But like architecture probably doesn't like me. <laughs> why. I don't know. I didn't I I, I have I have my options. I have my options during that time. So I said to myself, if I fail to the entrance exam for architecture, probably that's not my calling.
2: Mm.
1: I failed to civil engineering too. (laughs) So I passed to nursing. And I said like, oh, oh, something's leading me to something. Which is good because um, if I didn't become a nurse, probably I'm not here in Canada too.
0: Mm. So, after, when you graduated nursing in the Philippines, what did you did you stay in the Philippines to work as a nurse?
1: Yes, I did. Um, so, I graduate after my graduation, I work in the in pre hospital setting, which is Philippine Red Cross. Mm. So, I was doing about as I was doing um, teaching mm. for healthcare and um, first aid. Teaching who? i <clears throat> um, Teaching people, I'm like, I'm doing the you know in Philippine Red Cross we do have a first aid trainings.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So I was teaching that. I was one of the instructor for that. So we cater all different ages. So I've 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 experienced teaching kids, um community schools, yeah high schools. Yes,
2: Hmm. I was
1: doing that and um then. I think after a year or two I work in the hospital as well. So
0: mm. which one do you prefer working for the hospital or in the field?
1: Well, they are two different um things and I cannot compare because I enjoyed both. Mm. So I was doing oh, in Red Cross as well, so I was doing emergency response and in in the hospital I was working in the emergency room and surgical ward. So it's they're both best experiences.
0: oh man So you see like um, accidents like people with mangled hands and what whatnot Yes <laughs> are you afraid of those? Wow well, you know I'm I'm not as brave as you
1: but you have to you're a nurse that's your work.
0: I know that's why I'm not a nurse
1: <laughs> right uh, yeah, you have to but after that you know, like after i experienced those things after my duty is done i i go to church right after and then pray for myself and then i said like how can i survive with this oh,
0: <laughs> it was taking toll on your soul
1: mm-hmm. sometimes yeah, yeah. especially if, if it was so toxic and busy yeah mm. i i remember when i was working in the hospital like my the doctors on duty. They always because I am I curling my hair during that time, so they always, <laughs> <laughs> you know. There's a saying in, in in the in the um in the Philippines, like kulot is <laughs> you
2: okay. know that? Yeah, yeah.
1: And then they said like, "Oh, you're on duty right now. Oh my gosh, this night this is gonna be a toxic night." Oh. <laughs> yeah, and um, I I've experienced back back codes.
2: What but, is that yeah
1: like there's some um life-threatening cases not a normal like quiet night
0: judy like somebody Where... got shot or stabbed
1: yeah somebody needs to do cpr oh
0: my god
1: <laughs> so those things
0: oh, but that wow. was just
1: a joke yeah
0: that's crazy by the way for the listeners that doesn't know culotte salad is like if you have a curly hair apparently you're a jinx for some reason it, it's a weird thing that people says but know, it's filthy. just a
1: joke i think yeah it's, so, just, a, it's just a joke yeah
0: so when did canada came in to your life
1: well um canada came around 2010 mm-hmm. at the end of the year uh, but it was just an offer since i I told you like nursing is not my choice as a first choice so it's a family choice as well because some of my cousins are taking nursing and they are ahead of me mm-hmm. and um and during that time I was in the third in line so I was the third nurse um the first the um my aunt who lives here in Canada she offered the the program which is working here to my first cousin who graduated nursing the first time than me mm-hmm. and during that time my cousin was processing her papers to going to Libya mm-hmm. and she said no and then then my second cousin then my second cousin said like oh I can't do because uh she's pregnant during the time too and the only the only last option is me so basically it's 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 not really. Probably it's meant for me, Mm. but I'm not the first choice either. So then I said yes, because um, my aunt said that you want to come to Canada. So I said, like, why not? Mm. Because I'm I'm more adventurous. So I want to try things. And, um, you know, when you're working back home, like your salary is not as high compared to others right
2: and if you're
1: if you're looking into having a family uh where you want to be where you want to sustain uh for it and you don't want to lean on to your parents of course you want to work something nicely where you can provide too so i said yes and um we started our we started processing my papers um and i got my my visa around 2012 so i came to canada around august 2012.
0: Out of the mountains of legal documents, you need to migrate to Canada. Which document you think was the hardest to acquire?
1: Hardest to acquire? I think the one in... Well, the one in... um, I forgot now. P-O-E-A?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that one. Because what? I, I remember going back and forth to that um, institution and getting that. And then they've been like scheduling me and then they reschedule me so
0: yeah wow what do they do the POEA what do you need from them
1: um, because i'm com- i'm going here as a worker so you need to have like an OFW permit something like that
0: uh, some garbage document like
1: tam or something
0: yeah yeah yes. i remember this
1: and i remember my flight was scheduled a day before that and they (gasps) haven't released it yet yes i was i remember that and then i was like messaging my aunt and then i said i said to my aunt like i don't get the stamp yet and if i don't get it i don't get the visa as well so i was waiting for it and then i was praying like i don't want to rebook my flight i don't want to do yeah so i think that's that that's a that's a part that I got a hard time
0: too. Oh, wow. I know a family friend that she didn't even get that stamp.
2: Oh, so she how
0: did... She paid someone <laughs> at the airport.
1: Again, in this podcast, that's a Filipino thing.
0: Just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but hey,
0: man, you got to do what you got to do.
1: Disclaimer um, it's not always happening, but like somehow
2: <laughs> it happens.
0: <laughs> It happens a lot of times. It doesn't happen all the time. Like people, like Mara she's a good person. But sometimes in the Philippines, you got to do what you got to do. But it was the same case for her. She was like leaving like that week and the paper is not showing up.
1: That's true, right? And and I I know that, but... That's. I think that's one of the things that our governments need to change because um they can they can actually do something about it, but it's it's just how some people
0: working too. Yeah, it's red tape. Yeah, giving people jobs that doesn't unnecessary jobs anyway. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need the POEA. You don't need it. It they don't do anything for you. If something bad happens to. You know how many millions of OFW people get into trouble and they don't do anything? Yeah. In, you I know this, that... like in the Middle East especially. Mm-hmm. They don't do anything. they just like, oh, well, you know, that's... Unless it gets on the news, then they'll care. But other than that, they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I know it happens to you that it took you like, I don't know, let's say... Maybe like a month or two for Canada to, to say, "Oh yeah, okay, come over. We want you here." And how long did it take for the Philippines to respond?
1: Pass- that's that's true. That's really? true. And I remember, um, I need to re- I re- I need to renew my passport during that time too. Oh my god! And I was like. I was waiting, and then I thought, like, I'm in the middle of the num, like they call- they're calling the numbers, right? Then I realized that they're about to close, and there's only one person left, which is me. <laughs> <laughs> so during that's why during that time I was like thinking, is is Canada for me or hmm. it's really for me because of those things too? Yeah,
0: right, yeah. Right. And how did you feel when you got that paper, the POE paper?
1: Well, uh, well, I'm okay, I'm. I was happy and then I prayed and then I say, like, thank you because I don't need to worry about rebooking my flight or else I need to pay for that too, right? So, yeah.
0: yeah. So, let, let me just finish the, my story about my friend there or mm-hmm. a family so, friend. Yeah. Yeah, they they knew someone that knew someone at the airport. Okay. So, they paid these people and just, she, she went to the airport. And these people made sure that she gets on the plane without that silly stamp. But,
2: but
1: yeah, you know what? That's true. Because when you come home, you don't really need it.
0: No, it's it's red tape.
1: What is that for,
0: though? Red tape?
1: No, I mean, like, the, the, the stamp.
0: You, yeah, nothing. For someone to have a job in. you know, you know how it I is. Think, uh,
1: I think um, it is. You're supposed to do that for for the Philippine Embassy knows that you're here, yeah. And okay. later on, you you like they can um they
0: can like uh protect you. Oh, protect from where and what they're gonna do?
1: Because you're an RFW, oh. basically, right?
0: Remember Sarah Balabagan? Did they protect her?
2: Um, I don't know.
0: <laughs> exactly, they didn't. There's so much um crazy stories. And they all come home dead. Unfortunately, they didn't do anything. Nothing. Uh, daily, dead bodies comes home from different countries. All FW, and the government doesn't do anything about it.
1: Well, that's the saddest part. And somehow, I'm um, not saying our government is good, but somehow there's a like different rules too in different countries, right? So. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's what we need to work on like we understand different rules and regulations in a different countries.
0: Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Anyways, let's leave politics for now. I'm that's getting true. I'm getting fired <laughs> I'm, up.
1: I know you're getting fired and I'm I I'm, I don't actually I'm not actually into politics so. Me
0: too. It's just <laughs> I I hate that it's I feel like they're stopping people f- from their dreams. Imagine you, if you didn't get the paper, you would never come to Canada. Even though Canada says, yeah, come over here. We want you here, Marco. Mm. You know, like nonsense like that. And I, like I said, again, let's move forward. <laughs> yeah, let's
1: I'm move forward. We, we want to start our new year. <laughs>
0: exactly. So you arrived mm-hmm. in Canada. <clears throat> uh, you said August you arrived here?
1: Yes. I arrived in August of 2012.
0: Mm. And how were you feeling when you got off the plane and seeing this beautiful country?
1: It's beautiful. It's cold. <laughs> and So it's fun. I think um, the first thing in my mind is I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get enough sleep, so I need to rest. But I'm I'm happy. I'm glad to see my cousins. I'm glad to see my my aunt in her family so
2: yeah
1: mm. and um, I didn't start working when I arrived right away so I had a chance to tour around mm. and enjoy the beautiful BC
0: yeah that's beautiful mm-hmm. so you were having fun seeing things and then homesickness walks in the door
1: kind of yes
0: how did you feel about that and what did you do
1: especially when because i told you i was working as a nurse right so kind of professional for me and then suddenly i break um here as a caregiver although i always tell to myself that caregiver is just the same as um, doing private nursing or taking care of somebody privately right mm-hmm. so i keep telling that to myself but mm-hmm. then um after 3 days i still say to my friend like oh i want to go back home now mm. I'm, not, I'm not happy I'm, i don't i don't get the same appreciation that i was getting in the hospital even though it's a charity hospital people are people are, are friendly people are okay but then yeah so then my friend said to me um, I think that's the big because I don't I don't wanna say those feelings to my aunt, right? Because in the first place she's the one who brought me here. And um my friend told me, like, you know, there's a three month rule. And um, I, actually, that's my first time to hear that. <laughs> no hmm. more. And then there's a 3 months rule. She said to me, um, stay there in that job, in this place, in this country for three months and decide after three months if you still want to go back home. Hmm. So I followed her and then I stayed for two years in that same job.
0: Oh, wow. Did you so, find happiness and satisfaction with the job? That's why you stayed?
1: Yes, and then uh, I've learned to balance my time. So uh, after, because my duty as a caregiver is at nighttime, mm-hmm. so during the daytime I do something that will um, helps me to appreciate more of Canada in Vancouver. So um, since I was doing volunteer job back home, I I I do volunteer job here as well. So. I was doing back-to-back volunteers almost every day, just to like keep myself busy and not feeling that I'm 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 away from my family, and I'm away from home. So I enjoyed it. I even uh, do some, you know, there, if there's a marathon, you, the one giving water, the one giving medals, I do that just just to have fun, and just to enjoy. Like the, the beauty, and then I appreciate my employer and my family here too. My my aunt because they always uh, like keep me busy as well. So, in on the weekends we do hiking,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then drinking after. So that's the best. <laughs> <part>. <laughs> that's the best part. So yeah, yeah. Basically. That's
0: cool. What kind of uh, volunteering were you doing? Like what kind of organization?
1: Um, here here in Vancouver, I do because I, I was. During that time, I was preparing to go back to nursing. So right after my program as a caregiver, I was thinking to go back to schooling. And when I asked the board, uh, what do I need for for me to go back to school since I don't have, um, I think probably that my experience is going to, like, I'm not doing nursing anymore for about three years during that time. So they said, like, oh, probably you need to go back to school, back to zero. So I asked mm-hmm. them, what do I need? And then they said, like, do some volunteers in in a hospital setting or community based So, um, I was in I was volunteering with Vancouver Coastal Health. So I do help the immunization clinic, uh, weighing kids, playing mm. with kids, playing with. Um, and then I do have some drop-ins uh, where I play with the kids while the moms are um, listening to the training and to the babies in um, flu clinic. So I was doing that. I do a lot. So I have, that's another organization. And then I do have another organization which is called Respite Center. So those are the people who like, they drop um, old people or elderly people. And then they, we do have some like exercise. So yeah. I was playing with them too, doing exercise with them. And uh yeah, just like what I said, I do volunteers with fun runs.
0: You're a saint. Runs.
1: <laughs> I do work BC as well. So um here in BC, there's what we called work PC. So if you're a new immigrant hmm. and you're looking for a job, that's a place where you go to. And then how uh, we help you to we help assess you your level. So if you need like some more on English learnings, we assess you and then, like, give you some trainings for that. And then, after that, when you're ready to find a job, uh, we, you go through that process. So, I, I hope go there. My,
0: te- my English is terrible,
1: <laughs> I don't think so. Yours oh. is good.
0: <laughs> Listen more, and you'll hear
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, so yeah, those things. Mm.
0: So, on those early days in bc what aspect of canadian life took you time to adjust to and gave you the most culture shock
2: hmm. well
1: i'm very lucky that i'm in vancouver first of all yeah. i i i don't know because um vancouver is more on a healthy place I I haven't I've been to Toronto. I haven't been to Montreal, so I can't co- really compare. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm very I'm very happy that the place where I live first is surrounded with like um more on like an elderly people, so more on retirees. And of course, if you're talking to a retirees, their com the conversation is more deeper. Mm. And the like you know welcoming is 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 okay too, because they always say like welcome so i've um so i'm I'm okay with that. I think the the coach the most uh, the thing that shocks me more is more and maybe in terms of having a like a deeper relationship to somebody
2: mm.
1: because here compared to like you know, in other places, um, I think it's a fast-facing environment where like people come and go to your life.
2: Mm. I think
1: that's that one too. And yeah, just like I said, everyone is welcoming, everyone says hello, everyone says like good morning, everyone says thank you to the bus driver. So that's this, yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah, I see, I see your point about. Friends that they'll just come and go. They'll come they'll pass they'll meet you, you're very quote unquote close and then one month they'll I don't know, move to change a change of job and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very individualistic.
1: Yeah, I don't wanna generalize things though.
0: No, of course. <laughs> but that's not
1: that's why that's what I experience. Um having a deeper relationship to somebody. Not just in friendship probably you know
0: yeah mm. so, despite all the struggles, what makes you stay in Canada?
1: Well, first of all, I'm in a beautiful place. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and second of all, I get to do because I'm I'm by myself, so I gotta do I, I had a chance to do and experience the things I haven't experienced back home. Mm. Um, and what are what, those? Like um eating steak, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> eating steak.
0: There's steak in the Philippines.
1: <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, I can do hiking by myself. I haven't because my childhood or my upbringing, just like what I said to you, I I grew up in more in a more conservative family. So mm-hmm. as a first child, I'm limited to something. So and when I move here, I got I got that freedom. Right. I got a freedom to experience um, the mountains, the ocean, to meet new people. I got a freedom to like do whatever I can do. I got a freedom like doing things while I'm working. So yeah, that made me stay here. The the weather, the place. Um I love mountains. I love Having an open air, and how I love. There's a rules here in traffic, so I love those things too. But we <laughs> don't know we don't have it. <laughs> so that's one thing that made me stay. Being uh, people polite. Yeah. Are polite here.
0: Yeah, they're civilized.
1: I could say maybe. Yeah. The
0: <laughs> well, majority of them, at least. So other than family and friends. What do you miss most in the Philippines?
1: <laughs> what, do you, what do I miss most? Hmm, well, maybe the traditions that we have back home. Um, seeing our grandparents, um, having that, having the like, there's a birthday, so you go to a party, and then everyone is enjoying something like that. That, hmm. that I, I, I miss those things too. The food. That we get to share. Hmm. Um, Yeah, that's what I miss. The party. The party, yes.
0: So do you think, you know how they say it's more fun in the Philippines?
1: It is more fun in the Philippines. First of all, that's your um, home country, right? Mm. So I guess every Filipino has that sense that it's more fun in the Philippines and it's more traditional in the Philippines,
0: Mm-hmm, yeah so do you consider yourself canadian now
1: but i consider myself a canadian <laughs> yeah. because um i don't know this is what i'm telling to other people back home too and to my parents even to my parents like the opportunity um is here you have more resources, you have more opportunities because if I'm gonna go back home, I'm only limited to working in Manila.
2: Mm-hmm. Or
1: probably I could say that I'm stuck in Manila, even though you are not limited, but then your work, your like um your um the the loads is just there, right? So
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm very limited to that. Here I can I have a chance to travel around Canada. I have a chance to like drive and appreciate
0: things too. So it's not like it's you're not drowning. You can actually swim and enjoy the water.
1: Exactly yes, and you have a big ocean to swim.
0: Exactly everyone can swim.
1: Yes, I and I guess compare back home we have the uh, we have here we're all equal Hmm. so you I can do probably not the your job right now as an IT but um I can apply in the same company and then work towards being IT right
2: -hmm, mm
0: -hmm.
1: so we have the same we are all in the equal equal playing field Mm
0: -hmm. that's right speaking of equal was there a moment in your immigration life that you felt you're unwelcome
1: of course yes I've experienced um, hearing words that you are a maid, mm-hmm. and then I realized, like, oh yeah, I'm a maid.
0: <laughs> What's wrong with so, that? You're working; de- it's a decent job.
1: So that that and that's the reason why too. I I'm, I studied
0: so. Mm. You want to improve yourself
1: yeah and i don't want, because back when i'm a professional and then suddenly i'm gonna receive those kind of words so it's not really like good to hear mm-hmm. so those are things that i feel unwelcome
2: mm-hmm.
1: and sometimes i hear people too uh i got that experience though to to someone who's filipino too that they don't like they don't even say hi, even though you're saying hi. Yep, that
0: happens to me here when I was new here.
1: Like, and they—the worst thing is they look at you from like head to toe. Mm. So, and then I said like, "Oh, okay, maybe I just like <laughs> move forward to walking."
0: Yeah, it sucks. I remember when I was new here, and I see people, and I said, "This guy or this woman is Filipino. I, I for sure, I can smell them from a mile away." <laughs> right
2: and
1: yeah
0: and you know i was new I was like hey how are you or whatever you know nothing i mean like nothing and then i quickly realized like oh they don't say hi and i'm like why you know so so i don't do that I, if i see a filipino i say hi
2: yeah
1: and make everyone feels welcome because yeah. in the first place you are all in the foreign country, and you never know who really needs somebody to like help them, right?
0: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, again, and, you're a saint.
1: Well, when because I don't want to, I don't want to experience that again because I've, I've ex, I've experienced it, and I feel something like, oh, okay. I just and during that time, I don't really have friends. Mm-hmm. It's only my aunt, my my aunt's family, my cousins, and their friends. Yeah but I don't live closer to them. So I need to like take a bath going to their house. So basically I'm in, in my employer's home and around that neighborhood, there's like somebody who who did that to me. And then I said like, okay.
0: Yeah, not a bitch anyways. (laughs) So did you have issues or struggles finding friends?
1: At first, yes. And that's why I I have more friends um like enough I have more friends that are not Filipino mm. because I I do well like you we we've, we've met virtually or through online so I do meet up friends um, through online so I do have like a meet meet up group because mm. before I I used to know how to speak uh, nihongo so mm. I do have I do attend some like Japanese meetup group, so that's the time I, I, I meet friends, and during those things, but I had a struggle too. Um, I actually two months I just stayed in my room reading books. I oh. think I've read a lot of books during the time, and then if I'm not reading, I'm watching,
0: mm. yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you're an introvert, you said earlier. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, yeah, difficult. That's, kinda. <laughs> that's the funny thing about introverts is we actually want friends
1: we want friends but we
0: don't know how to <laughs> exactly we don't be know friends. how to approach and say hey can we be friends it's, <laughs> it's not our then, thing yeah and that was my issue too growing not growing up um, when i came here um you mm-hmm. know it, it was difficult for me also i mean i had basketball so i could have make friends but still they don't the things that they li- they like they don't I, I don't like so it was hard for me so it took me a while to find friends that are that likes what i like true you yeah. know
1: they they like to party you like more a deeper conversation right mm mm-hmm. As a, as i mean important. i like
0: partying too don't get me wrong but.
1: <laughs> yeah but like um not party party like even in the in the middle of the day drinking right so.
0: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so you mentioned opportunities you told me that your employer encouraged you to go back to school
1: yeah actually he did he's actually the one like getting resources to me too he's helping me and i really appreciate it um he's getting like oh you know um in this clinic they're looking for volunteers you just need to like apply so
2: yeah mm.
1: and I remember he also encourages me to like if I'm gonna go back to work as a nurse I should be getting in the technology part which handles technology mm. because um he said and then that was uh can you can you imagine that was like eight years ago and he was saying that and then he said to me like, because most of the nurses are are going to be um, changed with robots and technologies.
0: Mm, wow. So, He's ahead of the game.
1: He is. He's is actually one of the um, researchers in Nestle. So he worked for that company before they moved to Canada.
0: Oh, wow. That's cool. Mm. So when did you go back to school?
1: I don't, but I tried
0: to. Oh, you tried. Oh yeah. okay. I do did you... some
1: prerequisites, so mm. but I didn't really pursue it. Yeah.
0: Mm. What do you do for a living now?
1: I'm working as a financial professional in in one of the company biggest company.
0: Mm. What is that? What's a financial professional?
1: Well, I do assess or check to the clients what they what's their needs financially and then we put a plan for it. So basically the whole picture. Mm.
2: So we what's do educate difference?
1: people first um mm. and then um, of course assess them. So basically we cater a lot. so I'm a broke um so for not financial professional so I'm a license in insurance and insurances by that's my license. Uh, But I do, we cater different services too. So if I'm not licensed, I refer them because I'm a broker, preferably. So I refer them to my partnered company. Mm. So let's say they're planning to buy a house. Since I'm not a mortgage specialist, I refer them to my partnered company.
0: Yeah. Is that the same as financial planner?
1: Uh, financial planner, you have to study as a financial planner and get licensed as a financial planner, right? Mm. So that's not my license. I didn't study for that one, but I studied for um, license in insurances and life license. So, so what it's kind you- of financial planner in a way, um, but not as... Uh, not not to have a degree as a financial
0: planner. How do you get this gig?
1: How do I it's a this is a business so basically but you have to be licensed so just like what I said you have to take courses for a life licensing licensee hmm. and once you uh, once you pass that once you can you are allowed to like um, give proposal to your clients and to the people. Do you like it? I do love it. Yes, hmm. I do love it.
0: What do you yeah. like about it? Pardon me? What do you love about it?
1: Well, first of all, I love educating people. Because when I came to Canada, I'm not that educated um, financially. So all I know is that's I earn Filipino. <laughs> That's true. And that's true. And that's why I love my... I'm very passionate in what I do is because not everyone is educated. We know, um, we know how to earn money and spend money, right? But oh, we don't really, really well. know. That's true. We don't really know how to like um, earn money and set aside something
2: mm-hmm.
1: for for emergency, for for your protection, or for your. And then later on, you can like the rest, you can spend, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I love my my career or my job is because I educate first. And then we give a plan. I give a plan for that person. It depends on their needs.
2: Mm, yeah. Okay. I,
1: I I wish I always say this. How I wish when I came to Canada, I was that uh, I was introduced right away to the company that I work with right now. It's mm-hmm. because um uh, I worked for two years and I only have like a three month savings during that time. Okay.
2: I didn't do it.
1: and and take note, I'm not sending money back home, so oh. I know it's a dismay for me, but why? No. Because I because I'm not educated. I only I what I do is I I work and then I spend. I experience like eating steak every day. Just kidding. <laughs>
0: you and <laughs> your kidding. steak.
1: <laughs> my yes, my steak. Yeah.
0: So. That's funny. Um. But yeah, I completely agree. Filipinos are, I, the mentality is, oh, I want that thing. And then you go to them and say, you can even afford the thing. No, no, I'm going to save money to buy a brand new TV. And then and I say, what after? And then I'm going to work again. I'm like,
1: that's true and even um i've experienced too in my in my career right now like people ask me like oh i want to get um i want to get the ticket i want to buy the ticket going back home and then when i asked them where are you gonna get the money oh that's the reason why i called you because i want to cancel something right and then they said like and then i told them like if you want to go there and you want to cancel something that is for your own good so it doesn't make sense for me But of course, that's their decision, and I make them. But what I do is I make them understand the importance of the plan that I give.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: Yeah, because yeah, it's true. So true that they want to buy something and they want to work for it. We we work for something that we want, right? Mm
0: -hmm, Exactly, and they never think of like, oh, someday you're gonna be old and you can't work anymore, or God forbid. I don't know, a brick hits your head and then you can't walk no more.
1: That's true. That's true. And it's very sad. And that's why I wanted to reach to a lot of people so that we can educate a lot of people financially. Mm. Mm -hmm. I know your
0: kid is young for that, but are you planning to teach there that?
1: She's. She knows it already.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well,
1: ever since she was in my tummy,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but she knows it. She has a. She has a piggy bank, so she knows that that's her money, and she knows. Um, she knows that. Okay, if we're gonna go here, you're not allowed to spend something more than that. Um, you are allowed to, even though she is young and she. she I, I It's amazing that they understand it, even though they, uh, they are at their young age.
0: That's awesome. That's good, because that's one thing I really say to people that school should teach finance, because nobody knows how money works. I'm not saying I'm Warren Buffett over here, but I have, you know money on the side and investments.
1: That's know. good, good for you.
0: Yeah, and yeah. For, and for my kids too.
1: Do you have one? Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah, do. <laughs> I'm good with uh, well, I'm good with that. I'm well, I'm versed with money. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not Warren Buffett. I don't want to do it's it's not my thing, but I I try to, you know.
1: But at least you um I think the the most important one is you start with yourself.
0: Exactly, exactly. And
1: that's what I love with with the company as well because we start in ourselves and then we help our families and then the people around us
0: that's awesome you're an inspiration and speaking of inspiration Mm -hmm. i know you post a lot of inspiring posts do i is that your i don't know for the lack of a better word side gig or why are you doing that
1: Well, we are in a world of chaos nowadays and people need more positivity. Mm -hmm. So I think it's not really a gig, but it's somehow like help other people too. And you will will realize how many people will just message you suddenly and say thank you. But you didn't expect it. Yeah, I do have those people suddenly like message me and say like, oh, you know what? Um you're my angel and then when you ask them like why it's because you talk to me and you message me or you post this or i've Mm -hmm. been reading or looking at your stories so that's that's um that's very what i feel is very good too right
0: that's awesome again like i said earlier you're a saint
1: (laughs) too far from a saint but we can be all saints
0: not everyone can be saved. Devils, we need devils too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So who's yeah. Your,
0: who inspires you?
1: I thought you were going to ask me who is my saint. <laughs> I'm not prepared for that question what, though. What that? But who inspires me? I thought you are going to ask who is who's my favorite saint. But I'm not really prepared for that oh, no, question. But yeah. Um, who inspires me? And I always say this. I think my why. So what? Who who are my wife, my family, and my daughter?
2: Mm-hmm. They
1: they at their age at their like my daughter inspires me. I learn a lot from my daughter, and I mm-hmm. guess you too. You learn something from your child, right? A lot, yeah. And you know, um, you learn something to be patient, which before we don't have.
0: Oh, I still <laughs> don't have that, but yeah,
1: <laughs> but kinda of you have one now right? <laughs> working on it yeah and you I learned I learned something from her so she inspires me and my family what they've ha- what they have done for me and for for the rest of my like my siblings my parents they inspire me too and I guess um who else inspires me are my mentors the people around me mm. that um helps me to grow spiritually, to grow financially, to grow um, like you. You inspire me too. Everyone yeah. around me inspires me. Thank
0: you. I don't know about yeah. inspiring people, but you know.
1: Just like what I said, you never know who in you, who you touch until somebody says it to you. Oh,
0: you're again, you're kind, but don't look upon me. Don't worry. If you're looking upon me, you you got problems. <laughs> No. Well,
1: you can look at someone in in different aspects of their lives. Mm. I can look at you as someone who's brave and doing this podcast, right? Mm. And I can look at someone who has a like not as brave as you doing the this podcast, but then they have a good family, they have a good marriage. Mm. So that's that's how I look on someone to to be inspired. No, you're too I kind. Yeah, I don't. I don't say that. Oh, I like this person because he has everything. No, not that way. Because if if you're gonna follow that person because he he does have everything, um, how will you apply it to yourself, right? So I got like bits of pieces of everyone who's around me. Mm,
0: that's awesome. I like that. I like that dichotomy of inspiration. Mm. So, what's your opinion about inspiration versus discipline?
1: What do you mean? Inspiration?
0: Inspirations is always there, like you said. You can look at a wall and you get, get inspired.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. And then, however, you of course, you really need a discipline to do that. And mm-hmm. especially if you do have um if you do have a goal if you do have a dreams to like to follow of course you need to do, like you need to have some discipline because you cannot tell you cannot say to me like oh i want to be i want to be a ceo of my of, of or i want to be a president of this country mm-hmm. but then you're not looking at the people and you don't get inspired so it's nonsense too. Same thing with discipline. You are inspired with other people's achievements and other people's being a president of the country. But then um, you don't have you don't wake up in the morning reading like the politics. So it doesn't make sense, right? Um, you're not getting ready for your you're not improving yourself or you're not getting um those things to become one of the person you wanted to be, so I think discipline is very important too. Uh, right now, I've been trying to do that as well, because mm. especially in our culture, we are not as, a, as a more disciplined as compared to other people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I always tell, if I want to be a CEO, I need to wake up like a CEO. Right. If I want to be,
2: I want to. I
1: want. If I want to have a healthy body, I would need to work out like a. Like uh, somebody's working out three times a day, mm-hmm. although I'm just doing it once a day. <laughs> <laughs> not in that level yet. But and
0: avoid I, that rice.
1: That's true. I'm not eating rice anymore.
0: Oh, good good for you. See, so I, again, you are more brave it's than It's
1: hard. It, at first, it's really hard. I feel dizzy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you're not and eating well. I, that's what it is. It's not because of the rice.
1: I taste the rice because in my mind, oh, my meal is not complete.
2: Rice is actually rice. good.
0: You just have to measure it.
1: Anyway, I don't eat rice anymore, <laughs> so I don't I don't want to go back to eating rice.
0: That's good, good for you. So so as time has passed, how does your experience compare to what you expected?
1: Well, compared to I expected well first of all I didn't expect that much when I moved to Canada all I just like what I said my, the first thing it was offered to me as a job so I didn't really expect that I'm gonna be a permanent resident I'm gonna I'm, I, I didn't expect that I'm gonna stay here I'm gonna love the country I didn't expect that all I all I want is to get out of the country and work and then try what is on the other line. Mm. right so um and when i and when i realize and when i experienced being here of course um exceeded my my expectation and it allows me to like dream more and to like to um set more goals mm. for me and for my family and i always and i say this to my family as well that if given a chance i want them to come here and settle here
0: mm. and then I at- are they planning to come or
1: well they're supposed my parents are supposed to come here as a as a tourist, mm-hmm. but of course the lockdown and everything. Oh, sorry to hear that. It's okay. I think um probably hopefully this this year.
0: Hopefully good luck. Good luck. <laughs> so what is the thing that you are proudest of so far and why?
1: Proudest of I'm so proud to become who i am right now mm. <laughs> well i i I'm, I'm so proud of what i'm becoming because um uh i i am a single mother now so mm. so that one is i didn't at the start i didn't know how to um i don't know how to manage or how will i accept the fact that i am and now I'm moving forward and like inspiring more people. Hmm. And I guess I'm very proud of myself as well for, for empowering other women too. And that's made me proud. Um I'm I'm proud of um well what my status now I'm proud of it. And I guess what makes me more prouder is when I have had or have a chance to bring my family and be united to my family and um, really give back to them. I think that's that's because for me, I'm proud as well of touching my community. Mm. I've done that, my community, my daughter, but I haven't done something for my parents and my siblings. So I guess that's, that's one of the next
0: goals. Yes, you have, by being successful yourself. Your parents are happy about that. Thank you. You're welcome. But I'm just saying, that's not a compliment, by the way. I'm just saying a fact.
1: (laughs) I was about to say, but I'm not going to say. But yeah, thank you. I'll I'll take it. (laughs) All
0: right, all right. So, are you a citizen now of Canada?
1: Uh, Not yet. I Mm. need to apply. (laughs) You're lazy. (laughs) That's That's true. You know what? I had, I have my um picture taken like six months ago, and <laughs> <laughs> because I was about to submit it like six months ago, and still I have that picture, so I need to redo it now.
0: Oh, don't lose too much weight. You might have to do it again.
1: <laughs> but you you cannot submit a picture um more than six months, so you have to redo it now too.
0: Mm, okay, so we're getting there.
1: Maybe that's the purpose. I need to lose weight so that I have a better
0: picture. <laughs> well, not eating, not eating rice is one step. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. True. So, what are the few things that you love about living in Canada?
2: Steak.
1: Just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm naming the episode steak. <laughs>
1: well, yeah. Um, Canada is a beautiful place. Um, I know Philippines is a beautiful place too. Philippines have more friendly and more fun people. Um, what I love in Canada, though, you can access those, this, like the mountains. You can go anywhere that you want, anytime you wanted to. And I think the security of the government,
2: mm. we
1: have that. Um, And that's one thing that I I really like about our government or Canada is because we have that security and safety, Mm -hmm. Um, like healthcare. I know you have more benefits in Montreal compared to
0: other provinces,
1: right? Yes. I think so, yeah. don't worry.
0: We get taxed like crazy, though.
1: We do get taxed too, but then um, that benefits too alone. Is 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 really helpful to everyone.
0: Yeah. Right? Move to yeah. M- move to Montreal. You'll make more money because you're a single mom. <laughs> but
1: it's not my job though.
0: I'm joking, I'm joking.
1: <laughs> I, I know that there I know people who have like four kids, three kids, five
0: kids. Five, if five I think kids and they're, I'm not sure. And if... They
1: don't work. They yeah. only got the benefits from the government yeah. and they can live and pay the rent yeah because
0: it's cheap here it's cheap also i'm not sure if this is true i think if you have five kids you won't be you don't have to pay tax anymore i'm not sure
1: i think so yes
0: yeah
1: in montreal mm. yeah i think so I, I don't know more than you do, but oh. I know someone who has five kids lives in Montreal. Oh, wow.
0: That's why I know. Wow, that's crazy. Anyways, so you said you love Canada. Let me test that.
1: Okay, wait. I didn't <laughs> review for the history,
0: okay? No, no no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's not history question. It's So if you have become financially secured, Would you move back to the Philippines or still stay in Canada?
1: still stay in Canada, but I do have lots of properties back home.
0: Mm. That's awesome. Are you planning to retire in Canada or you're planning to go back and forth kind of deal? Uh,
1: Well, that's the the option to go back and forth to where I wanted to be. Mm,
0: That's awesome. awesome. Not just
1: in the Philippines, probably somewhere else, but yeah.
0: Mm. So... For people that is planning on migrating, what would you tell them to expect and what advice would you give them?
1: If they're moving, well, first of all, they need to um, look into where are they going to move, right? The culture, um, the weather, very important, the weather,
0: the culture. <laughs> no, move to Montreal <laughs> for the weather.
1: <laughs> move to BC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The weather, the culture... Uh, the currency and um, of course, like the financial side, and I think that's that's the first part. Of course, you need to understand the um, the environment where you're going to work too. Uh, what are you planning to do over here? Are you planning to like be a student? Are you planning to move as an immigrant, or are you planning to move as a working permit? So you have to check on that things as well, and if for example, you're planning to work here. Are you looking into like being a permanent resident as well? So check on it too. So what's your um what do you need to do? How long do you need to stay? Um, same thing with the student visas too, right? And as an immigrant, are you planning to bring your whole family? And what like, are you living near to school? Are you living near downtown? Are you living in the city or are you living in the in the countryside? So yeah. I think that's um that's one thing you need to understand.
0: Hmm. Any last remarks or any topic that you we haven't dealt with and that you wanted to talk about?
1: I guess that's everything. And especially for the people who's considering moving to Canada, Canada is a as a very big opportunity. And um, if you've experienced probably some people will tell you it's hard to be in a foreign country or it's hard to like move in canada but like it's it depends how you take it so whatever happens in our lives there's gonna be challenges there's gonna be bumps and up and down right but it's how you take it it's how you like look forward to achieving your goals or achieving the reason why you are moving so i guess i i guess not just For immigrants, but for everyone who's moving to other countries.
0: Mm, Wise words from a wise woman. Again, (laughs) Maricor, thank you you for doing the podcast. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me.
0: All right, my pleasure. Have a good evening.
1: Bye.
0: Bye. Again, Maricor, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, listeners, for continued listening. This is Erin Deliosa for an Immigrant's Life.